Greetings, greetings, greetings. This is the Apetabi Ialosha Oshunyami Akalatum Day, and welcome, Ekabo, to the first episode of Got to Be Oshun's Black Witchcraft Handbook. So, this is your guide to all things black and witchy. So when I say black, I mean people of color, primarily those of African descent. And when I say witchcraft, I mean workers with the spirit realm. I'm talking about juju, hoodoo, orisha, voodoo, root working, and just down home, getting on down with the spirits. That is witchcraft within the black community. And I'm proud to be known as an elder and a leader and a guide within that particular community. So we're doing some new things, right? It's springtime. Our new year as Yoruba people has come and gone. That would be, of course, March 21st. And so we're jumping on into this new year doing something new. So you guys may know me from YouTube. You may know me from Facebook, Instagram, or some of the various podcasts that I've spoken on or different people's videos that I've been featured on. So this is going to be my podcast where we explore all things black and witchy. So I wanted to begin today as I think is appropriate with an understanding of what our witchy mothers do, how our witchy mothers get down. And I was inspired to create this particular episode by watching Tina Turner's recently um, aired documentary on Amazon Prime. Um, In this documentary, you could not help but notice how after Mother Tina hit her peak, she just flowed on out. She didn't age until very, very, very recently. And you know, Mother is now 81. And as I thought on that and mused on that and meditated on it, I realized that it is a, it's a theme throughout black witchy womanhood. Uh, black witches do not age. And I began to think about the different reasons that black witches tend to retain their vibrancy, you know, and tend to retain that sort of quality that keeps them in a high vibration and in a high state of living for the vast majority of their lives. So as I thought about those things, I was like, I want to share this with my audience and I want to let that be my first podcast. Now, my window is open. I live down here in Florida. It's hot, it's humid. And so y'all might hear some motorcycles going by, some people outside being jubilant, but it's all good, right? We all, we're going to roll with it. We're going to make it do what it do. So... I wanted to begin by discussing the quality that is the most obvious when we see ageless black witches. And how do you know that the woman that you're looking at is a black witch? Because everybody doesn't call it that, right? That's not how everybody refers to it. Everybody doesn't refer to themselves as a witch. So for our intents and purposes in this episode and with this podcast, period, then we're going to identify the women that we would call respectfully and even, you know, as a way of paying homage, as they say, we refer to these women as black witches. So these are women such as Tina Turner, 
such as recently become ancestress Mother Cicely Tyson, such as recently entered the ancestral realm Mother um, Toni Morrison, right? Such as Mother Audre Lord, right? Uh, and, and always, we don't ever want to forget Mother Zora, right? These women are the type of women that I identify as black witches. So how do you know that the woman that you're talking to, the woman that you're viewing, the woman that you're interacting with is a black witch? The first thing you're going to notice is her joy, right? Our grandmothers used to sing a song when we was in the church life. And they said, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me, right? Come on, somebody. The world didn't give it. And what? The world can't take it away. All right now, somebody ought to say Ashe. So our grandmothers used to sing that song and we joined in because we were little and we were mimicking, right? But as we grow older, we understand the meaning behind that. So the first thing you will notice and that will let you know that you're in the presence of a black witch is her joy. And that joy is gonna permeate any situation that you find yourself in with her. That joy is going to be continuous. That joy is going to be um, what you feel as a hallmark of her personality. In her presence, you too will feel joy. Her joy is contagious. Right? There's an effervescence and ebullience, if you would, to her personality. That's the first way you know that the person that you're dealing with is a black witch. Because no matter what the circumstances are that you find yourself in when you are dealing with this person, her joy is going to be most apparent. And we're going to come back to that. Just how you know you're dealing with a black witch. The second way that you know that you're dealing with a black witch is she is not afraid to, mm, what would be the word? To showcase, that's the best word for it. Her spirituality. When you ask her how her day is, she may mention the spirits, right? When you ask her, well, how did you get this? How did you get that? How did you work this difficult situation out in your life? She's definitely going to have a spiritual side that gives a deeper explanation as to how she obtained whatever it was she attained, right? This is another way that you know that you're dealing with a black witch. And the final way that you will know that you're dealing with a black witch is because she has around her an impenetrable wall of protection. We call it unfuck with ability, right? You can't fuck with her. And from the time you meet her, you know that you can't fuck with her. And even if you were to deign to attempt you know that it's going to be, you know, it, it's not going to work. You know that it's not going to penetrate that wall that she has around her. There is a vibration that a black witch carries that lets you know that unless she decides to let you in, you can't touch her. She's untouchable. She is the height of unbothered. She's the epitome of unbothered, right? An impenetrable wall of protection is around her. And the majority of that comes from how she carries herself. You don't ever see her engaging in drama and foolishness. 
and you know better than to bring drama and foolishness to her door. If you got good sense. Now, everybody ain't got good sense, you know. And I hope somebody have mercy on them because it sure ain't going to be me. But if you got good sense, then you know not to bring no bullshit to her door. But she got a no bullshit type of vibe about her. It's how you know that you're dealing with a black witch when you're in her presence. So let's talk about how some of these qualities become tools that the black witch uses to keep herself ageless to keep herself vibrant right some of the tools that she uses to just kind of float through life beautifully and mm. all right so the tool of joy when we look at joy joy is something that you have to seek right our ancestors said in the Odu, our ancestors among the Anago people, also known as the Yoruba people, said that earth is but a marketplace and it is the ancestral realm that is home. So here on earth, we are having experiences. We are gaining information. We are acclimating ourselves to the place, having an entire sensory immersion, which allows us to gain certain types of thoughts, certain types of perceptions. So earth is that marketplace. As such, things that happen on earth, things that be happening here are not always positive, right? It's a lot of negativity on earth. There's a lot of negativity in the real world. Sometimes shit is ugly, it's stinky, it's cruel. It's just that all right, you know, just downright bad. That's how things are on earth sometimes. So when you reconcile the reality of what earth is with those things that bring you joy in your heart and in your mind you are able to sit in that state of joy constantly so i encourage you as an ageless black witch to find joy not just to find it but to actively seek it i encourage you to find the humor in day-to-day -day challenges, find a reason to laugh. Look at things and see the humor within the situations that you're dealing with. I encourage you to do those things that fill your heart with joy. The simple things, and that's when I say simple things, I mean things as simple as the color that you choose to make the curtains in your bedroom. That's a simple thing that can fill your heart with joy, right? The style that you wear your hair in, that's a simple thing, but it can fill your heart with joy. The type of soap that you use to bathe. I think that the foundation for feeling long-term joy is built upon making sure that you are excited about the simple things in your life, right? So reach for joy, seek joy, let joy be important to you and sit in it. When you find it, sit in it, be happy, be joyful, work to make that your primary disposition. People um, feel a way about that. People feel a way about that. I think that we are socialized to believe that a more serious disposition is what we should be seeking. 
that's desirable that's what's best to have and I'm not trying to say that you're not in that you're not in certain places and spaces where you might need to put your game face on sometime. I'm not suggesting that that's not the reality. But what I am saying is don't have yourself constantly in a in having to be in a state of readiness for war. Don't put yourself in situations where that's how you have to hold your face and hold your body. And that that's the norm for your being is we ready to attack at any time or we're ready to ward off an attack at any time. Doing that wears your system down. It wears your spirit down. It wears your health down. It wears your whole self down. So find a place and a space in your world where you can mostly exist in a state of joy. Find, seek the joy. And then once you find it, wrap yourself up in it, right? Be happy as often as you possibly can. And don't give a fuck about who don't like it. Because people be mad at you when you're happy, right? They be upset and they try to bring stuff to you and, and put stuff in your space and in your psyche that's going to bring that happiness down. Where you know so-and-so is happening. Where you know they still out here doing so-and-so. Where you know that you know we living in the so-and-so. I'm going to tell you what. My being joyful is not an affrontery to any of the oppression that I receive, that my family members receive, that people who look like me receive. That's not an affrontery to that. As a matter of fact, I see my being joyful as a revolutionary act. My being joyful is one of the ways that I combat that nonsense, right? I feel that being full of joy as a black film person living in this world that I live in, being full of joy is something that is giving, shooting the finger to anybody who thinks that they have succeeded in oppressing me. So that's how I look at joy. So when, when we talk about that first secret of being ageless and staying ageless, that first secret is joy, right? The second one is transmutation of negative energy. Uh-oh, we're getting deep with it now. We're going to get deep. We're going to get deep. Transmutation of negative energy. So it's an Odu. And when I say Odu, I'm speaking of the scriptures of the Yoruba people, the Anago people. That's the people that I come from, from, um, from Nigeria. So there's an Odu that says, Soggy muck and soggy mud. This is how Yemanja became the queen of rivers. And so the Yemanja River, the river that is sacred to Yemanja in Yoruba land is the Ogun River. It's the largest river in the area. And we say that the way that she became the largest was because she received everything that every other body of water had to give. Soggy muck and soggy mud, right? So that's in West Africa. Now here in the in the United States, in the Caribbean, on this side of the globe, we see Yemanja as the ocean, right? But the sentiment remains true. The way the ocean became the biggest and most powerful body of water was by receiving what all the other bodies of water had to give. So we can use this quality to increase our own personal power, our ashe, if you will. 
transmute negative energy. Let me explain to you what I mean. Let me get into it right quick. When you are shining, when you out here shining, when you out here doing your thing, when you out here living your life, fulfilling your destiny, seeking your own personal joy, people will find fault with that. Because it is supposed to be your portion, as they say in Nigeria. In your life as a black femme, as a black woman, is supposed to be one of drudgery. You're supposed to be toiling. You're supposed to be at the bottom of the pyramid. And you're supposed to be working to make sure that everybody else is feeling joy. But you yourself are not supposed to have access to joy. So let me let you know, so that you won't be surprised when it happens, that you living a, a life filled with joy, happiness, you fulfilling your destiny is going to cause people to be angry. There will be members of those people who are angry at you for being joyful and living your life that will then seek to attack you. They're going to try to tear you down. They're going to try to mess up what you got going on. They're going to try to step in and see if they can stop the process of you fulfilling your destiny or if nothing else make you feel ashamed of the fact that you out here fulfilling your destiny and not mewling for the next person, right? And that's what I call it because that's what Mother Zora said. The black woman is the mule of the world. That is what they expect from us. They expect us to be their workhorses, right? And so when people see you not in that position that they expect you to be in, then they are going to become angry because they don't think that you deserve to be in the position that you're in. Now, we're mentioning these people only to say that anyone who is obsessed with you, anyone who has made it their business to tear you down, anyone who has made it their business to destroy your destiny and to besmirch your, your name and your livelihood, that person is constantly sending you energy. I have a good Oshun Priestess friend who put me on to this decades ago. And I give praise and honor to her. Um, she said, whenever somebody is sending you energy, whether it's negative or positive, it's still energy. And that, bam, turned the light on in my head. So part of the ways that you maintain your agelessness is you transmute that energy. You take all of that energy in and you use it to fuel you. You do what you got to do with it, right? It's like the Hollywood people say, all publicity is good publicity. Anytime somebody talking about you, you being talked about. Anytime you being mentioned, then you being mentioned, right? Your name is still out there, your, which means your brand is still out there, which means you are still out there. Take that energy and transmute it. Do not at any point in time believe that anybody knows you better than you know yourself. So whatever people want to say, whatever thing they have to try to um, tear you down with, whatever negative thing they have to say about you, whatever insult they have to hurl at you, don't you believe it? Don't you fall into thinking that what they're saying may be true? Use that obsession with you as a way to build yourself up. Use that energy to build you up. 
What did Beyonce say? You know you that bitch when you cause all this conversation, right? That's how you know how important you are in the lives of others when they can't stop running their mouth about you. So you transmute negative energy. Now, along those same lines, whenever you find yourself in a situation that is a blockage to you moving forward, that is an obstacle to you fulfilling your destiny, remember who the hell you are, right? You, you're not how anyone else perceives you. That is not you. You are not what somebody else thinks that you are, whether that's good or bad, that is not you. So when you find yourself in a situation and there appears to be nowhere, no way out, Sit your ass down for a minute and remember who the hell you are. Remember who you are. Remember why you chose to be born in this lifetime. Remember what it is that you're supposed to be doing. And no matter how far away you feel you are from that destiny, get up and make the first step towards it. And that's going to work every time. I guarantee you. And I promise, I guarantee and promise that that will work every single time. So any negativity that's being thrown towards you, take it, use it and transmute it. Now, I don't mean this to say don't protect yourself. That's not what I'm saying. I don't mean that to say not to defend yourself. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is don't sit nowhere whining about why they saying that about me. Why don't they like me? Why don't they want to be my friend? Why do they think these negative things about me? Don't do any of that. Take that energy and say, damn, I be on their mind all day long. I must be the shit. Take that energy and say that. Right? Defend yourself when you need to be defended, when it is necessary. Protect yourself when it is necessary to protect yourself. And while you're doing all of that, take that energy and transmute it. Use it to rise. The final thing that we discussed when we said how a black witch maintains her vibrancy, how they keep black from cracking, is that deep connection with the spirit realm. Don't ever deny your connection with the spirit realm. Listen to what your first mind tells you, right? Listen to what you are hearing inside yourself. Pay attention to the reactions that you are having to situations. Pay attention to the reactions your body has to situations. Acknowledge the spirit that is the origin of this person that you are. The spirit is the seed of the body that you live in. Your spirit is what grew this body. Your spirit is the force that is going on the journey of fulfilling this destiny. The body is the vehicle that it is using to have the journey, right? So do not ever deny that. Lean fully into it, completely into it. Give it its due. What did Mama Tina say? When it was time for her to leave that abusive situation, she started chanting. And she remembered that she is the universe. And as the universe, you have the power over your destiny. You have the control over your destiny, right? When Toni Morrison, Mother Toni Morrison was preparing to write Beloved, 
She didn't know that that was the story that she was going to write. But she said she got up one morning and she looked out of her back window onto the deck that led out into the lake in her backyard. And she saw an ancestress come up out of that lake and sit down on the bench of her deck. And that's how she knew that was the story that she had to write, right? A black witch does not deny her connection to the spirit and your connection to the spirit realm keeps you vibrant. Don't play with it. Don't treat it like a toy, but always lean into it and allow it to guide you and allow it to fuel you and trust it. Trust your connection to the spirit realm. My mother has seven children, right? And I'm one of the youngest and I'm now um, 51, right? I'll be 52 um, this year. And she has, so she had us during a time when providing for black children was difficult. And so when I began to have children, when I had my first child, she said, don't you ever let anybody make you believe that it is anything other than your connection with the spirit realm that is going to give you what you need to raise this child. She said, it's not no job, it's not no man, it's not no money. That's not what's gonna give you the ability to raise this child and give this child what she needs. What's going to give you that is your prayer and your connection to the spiritual realm, right? So those things are how our ancestral mothers and therefore us maintain a vibrancy. That's what you're looking at. When you're looking at these queens and you're seeing that black don't crack, right? That's You're looking at joy. You're looking at a commitment to joy. You're looking at a transmutation of negative energy. And when I say negative energy, I mean the negative energy of racism, right? We transmuting that shit, right? The negative energy of sexism. We transmuting that shit. The negative energy of the heteropatriarchal system that we live in. We transmuting that shit, right? We are taking it and making it what we need it to be. That's what we're doing. It's what we watched our mothers do before us. And so we know we have the power to do it. I'm not talking about just small, small things here. I'm not talking about tiny negativities. I mean those negativities that are life and death situations. Our grandmothers gave us and gifted us within our DNA the ability to transmute these things. And that's what you're looking at when you see the black not cracking, right? Those are the things that you're looking at. You are looking at an unapologetic link to the spirit realm and no desire to pretend that there is anything other than the ancestors and the forces of nature, the Orisha, the Vodun, the Abosan, that are keeping her where she is today. So that's going to be it for me. We are almost up to the 30 minute mark. Y'all know how we do ecstasy abundance and bliss to all of those in the sound of my voice who are wishing the same for me and mine and as always we wish the lesson of life on those who are ignorant enough to wish us otherwise if you're interested in more ways and practical ways that you can 
Maintain your agelessness via the Black Witchcraft Lifestyle, please visit my website, gottobeoshun.org, and that is G-O-T, the number two, the letter B as in boy, O-S-H-U-N.org. And if this is the first time you're hearing of this type of information, or if you know that you need assistance in centering yourself as a black witch in this lifestyle of our ancestral mothers, I would suggest my courses Black Witchcraft 1, Black Witchcraft 2, 3, and 4 to you. And those are available immediately on my website. As you purchase the courses, you will receive a download of four videos that will begin to walk you through the steps that will assist you in implementing these things in your life in a practical way. I also offer um, Dilogun Divinations, Dilogun Readings. You will find that on my website. I offer for um, Idele readings and Idele reading is a divination that reconnects you with your ancestors from West and Central Africa and the Caribbean and whatever um, other place in, on earth that your ancestors came from. It lets you know where you came from and gives you information on the culture of your origin. And I offer holistic health um, consultations that will help assist you in knowing the herbs and the lifestyle changes that you need to maintain or create in order to have optimum health. If you have any acute issues, I will refer you out to a naturopathic doctor, an actual ND. And then in addition to those three, I offer unschooling consultations. I am an unschooling mother of 30 years. I do have four children that have graduated from the college of their choice. Um, being unschooled all the way through into college and I have two children that I am unschooling now so I offer consultations on how to do that methods that you use um, and different resources that can be useful to you on that particular journey all of those can be found on my website gottobeoshun.org alright so we are going to end this one this is our maiden podcast as it were our inaugural episode so happy to be here with you happy to be enjoying this new um platform with you guys and i will be uploading every friday i know today is wednesday but i just happen to have some free time today my wednesdays are normally busy so you can look out for a got to be oshun black witchcraft handbook podcast every friday all right peace you guys